You're listening to Salary Savvy, episode 28. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. This week, we are walking through a step-by-step guide to help you understand how to talk to your coworkers about pay. This is such an important conversation, and this can have such a huge impact on both your career, on your earning potential, on so many cascading things in your life that I wanted to make sure that this is a topic that I covered. So if you've never had this conversation before and you feel feel really nervous and don't know where to start, this is the episode for you. The outcome is going to be that you feel more prepared and confident and comfortable so that you can go out and close your personal pay gap. All right, so let's get into it. This is, I feel like a spicy topic, but it shouldn't be. And so if you are thinking about having this conversation and you already feel this like squeeze of anxiety in your chest, just know that that is normal because there is so much social conditioning around talking about money, both in terms of just your general compensation and having this conversation with coworkers, but just in money in general. Like most of us are discouraged to talk about money in any capacity, let alone in our pay capacity. So I love talking about pay and I think it's really important. And it is a conversation that I have had with lots of coworkers over the years. But the first two times that I personally had a conversation about pay with a coworker, it was it felt the scariest and the hardest, but they were also the most impactful because both times I learned that I was being paid underpaid relative to my coworker. And in one of the cases, pretty severely. And in each instance, once I found out that I was underpaid, Within, this has been several years ago at this point, but I believe it was within three months of both instances, I was able to get a significant raise for myself. So in the first instance, I did that by seeking an external promotion and successfully negotiating and advocating for a significant pay raise, almost a hundred percent pay raise. And then in the second conversation, I was able to close the pay gap by requesting a pay match at my company. So the first piece of this that I just want to touch on is if you're in the U.S., your right to discuss pay is protected by the National Labor Relations Board. So the specific legislation that protects you is the National Labor Relations Act, the NLRA. And it specifies that employees have the right to communicate with other employees at their workplace about their wages. And there are a few exceptions to this rule, typically around the size of the employer. But I will say that if you are 
employed, especially in tech in the US, then you are most likely covered. But if you are concerned about it, you can also look up the specifics. Just Google the NLRA, the National Labor Relations Act, and you can read it for yourself to help understand what is specifically outlined, what's covered and what's not covered. If you're working outside of the US, I would encourage you to check your local laws and protections. But I will say that most other places have better labor and worker protections than the US. So you are probably even more covered than we are over here in the US. So even though our ability to discuss pay is protected by the National Labor Relations Act, like why do we need to take action to close our own personal pay gaps? It is because there is such a huge pay disparity between different groups of people. So what's known as the gender pay gap, this is the pay gap between folks that identify as men versus women. So men and women in the U.S. In 2002, the gender pay gap was 80 cents to the dollar. So women earned 80 cents for every dollar that a man earned. And in 2022, so 20 years later, American women typically earn 82 cents for every dollar earned by men. And so what that tells me, what that tells you is that in 20 years, we have closed the pay gap by two cents. And I don't know about you, but two cents is not a lot. And my takeaway from reading this is just, it reinforces how important it is for self-advocacy and for having these conversations with your coworkers and other folks seeking information from any source that you can about what the value of your skills are so that you can make sure that you can advocate for yourself and close the pay gap for yourself because no one's coming to close it for you, okay? So you are going to need to figure out how you can impact your own results without waiting for legislation or a program or something similar to do it for you. And besides the gender pay gap, there is also a pay gap between LGBTQ plus workers and what are known as quote unquote typical workers. This is from research studies. I'm not calling folks typical workers, but there is a gap of 89 cents for every dollar between the LGBTQ plus workers and the typical worker. And that gets even more drastic in terms of the pay gap to 70 cents per dollar for folks who are non-binary, genderqueer, or gender fluid. There are so many segments of folks who need to be having these conversations. So again, so that we can advocate for ourselves because no one is going to be closing these gaps for us. So let's get into the step-by-step -step guide to how you actually have this conversation so that you can feel more prepared. So the first part of this piece, the step-by-step -step process of talking to someone about their pay is you have to get comfortable with sharing your pay with others. Because if you are expecting to go into these conversations and just have someone disclose their pay to you and you don't have to offer anything in return, that is not an equitable arrangement and that is not one based on trust and transparency. So first step, you need to get cool with sharing your pay with others. And another important facet of that is 
You should also be okay with sharing your pay with someone who isn't comfortable sharing theirs back with you. You can still share with them. You can still impact this larger issue that we are all experiencing. Okay, you're comfortable. You're ready to share. But who do you ask? My recommendation is to start with folks who are closer acquaintances or your work friends who have similar skill sets or similar roles. So you don't have to be work besties, but just someone that you already have trust or rapport established with is going to help for most people make asking these questions or asking to have this conversation feel a little bit easier. So you've gotten comfortable with sharing your pay. You've figured out the first person that you want to ask, how do you actually broach the topic? How do you ask them about their pay and if they're willing to discuss it with you? So the way that I've usually done it in the past is I have let the person know, usually it's been face-to-face, though if you're a remote worker, it can be over like Slack or chat or text. Just letting them know that you care really deeply about equitable pay. Let them know it, preface it by saying that you are willing to share your pay with them so that they can have an important data point to help them determine if they are being fairly compensated. And then you can say, if you're comfortable, I would also love if you would share your pay with me. And the reason that I think it's best to phrase it this way is you are offering to give them value without them having to reciprocate, but you're also asking if they're willing to reciprocate, but you're still telling them like, even if you aren't comfortable sharing your information back with me, I am okay letting you know this. And what can happen here is if they're not willing to share today and you share your pay with them then they might come back later and be willing to share it with you. But even if they're not, you are still having a really important conversation with this person that they need to have. And when you're making the ask to this person, you, I would go in to the ask being willing to discuss pay right then. But you can also, if you are feeling like they're feeling hesitant or they would rather have the conversation in a different on a different day or in a different space. You can also kind of read the situation and just see if they're interested. And if they are, maybe they want to grab coffee if you work in person and you guys can discuss it over coffee. Or maybe they want to grab a conference room on a lunch break. You guys eat your lunch together and chat. Maybe they want to have a Zoom, a Zoom meeting. Maybe they want to do it over text. The way that you actually have the conversation, you're going to need to determine that in each individual conversation because all of us humans are different and we want to interact in different ways. But you can go in prepared to talk pay right then, but also be prepared for the person to schedule the conversation for some point in the near future because they might need a little bit more time to get ready. So it doesn't mean that they don't want to have the conversation with you if they're not ready to have it the second that you ask. All right, so now you've found someone who's willing to chat with you. You've sat down to have coffee and to talk about pay. So the way that I think is best to kick off the conversation is you starting off by sharing your pay first, 
just like you promised, because again, that's reestablishing the trust there and the transparency. And in terms of the way that you share your pay information, I think it's most effective to share your total compensation, because I think it can be confusing for people if you are talking to someone and they just say, okay, well, my pay is $50,000 a year. But if I'm listening to that, I don't know if that's their base salary, if they have maybe a bonus program, maybe they have stocks or restricted stock units, stock options that are part of their pay package. And they're lumping all of that into a total compensation number. And that's the 50,000 or is the base pay the 50,000? So when I'm sharing my pay, I like to share the total compensation number. And then I will share a specific breakdown of, let's say, base salary. If there's a bonus component, I would disclose what that is. If there are stocks like stock options, restricted stock units, other incentives, I would also disclose that. And I like to do it that way so that the compensation breakdown is very clear to the other person because that's going to be more valuable to them. So once you share your pay, your compensation breakdown with the other person, and if they've indicated that they are willing to share their pay with you, and then they give you a single number, it's okay to ask clarifying questions because the whole purpose of having this conversation is for you to have the information, the data points to be able to make informed decisions about your next steps to help determine if you're being fairly compensated or what pay ranges are. There's lots of things that you are trying to determine with this conversation. And if you don't have enough information based on what they've provided, you can ask them if they're willing to give you more granular breakdowns. Like they don't have to, and it's okay if they don't, but it can be more helpful to you if they also give you like a base salary you know, bonuses, if applicable stocks, if applicable, any other incentives that they might be including in the number that they're giving to you. The other thing that I will touch on here is when folks are discussing pay, when someone's discussing their pay with you, also understand that they are probably not going to be giving you down to the penny numbers. So understand that these things are going to be ranges or rounded still extremely valuable. All right, so what's next after this? You've had the conversation, you understand what the person's uh, pay range or compensation breakdown is, what do you do? So it depends on what the outcome is. If you have had the conversation and you have figured out that based on what your skill sets are and that person's skill sets are, you're underpaid, then you need to figure out how you're going to work to close that pay gap. So are you going to have a conversation with your manager where you request a match? Are you going to start seeking external promotions? Are you going to address it in some other way? That is typically going to be the next step if you are the undercompensated party. If you are not that party, then you can offer to help them in any way that they need So if you have successfully advocated for a pay adjustment in the past and they have found out that they're underpaid, you can give them some tips or pointers, things that you had found that worked well when you were able to successfully do that in the past. That is an additional 
piece of value that you can help add to them to help close their personal pay gap. So for you, if you are the underpaid party, you can ask the person that you just had a pay conversation with that same question of, have you been underpaid in the past? Have you been able to advocate and make a case for a pay match? You know, what have you done in the past that's worked? Get that information from them as well. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I have had lots of conversations about pay, but my first two were the most impactful because I was underpaid in both instances. I was able to successfully help close my pay gap, or I would say be more closely paid to the true value of my skills by, in the first instance, looking for an external promotion. And in the second instance, looking for an internal pay match to ensure that my pay was brought up to my other coworkers. And so now that you've had this conversation with one person, the next step is ideally you can have this conversation with multiple people. So if you have determined that you're underpaid and you are interested in asking for an internal match, a pay match, It might be a good idea to have pay conversations with a couple of other workers with similar skill sets or in similar roles so you can have multiple data points for that conversation. Because what if you and the coworker that you just talked to are both underpaid relative to someone else on the team with the same level of skills? And so having more information can help inform the way that you make the ask to your company for that pay match. And so my point here is just having a single data point is great, but having more information is even better because it informs how you go about making the asks, either internal asks, or if you are looking for an external promotion or an external job move, you have a data point about what those skills are worth. So you can go and see if they're worth even more in the external market, or you at least have a baseline for what you should be looking for when you are seeking those external opportunities. All right, so in this episode, we have talked about how you have pay conversations, how you should prepare in terms of getting comfortable with disclosing your pay with others. We've talked about who you should target talking to, how you should ask them to have this conversation with you. We've talked about what you should ask. And we've talked about the fact that once you've asked and they've shared a number, if it's not clear to you, you can also ask some tactful, clarifying questions around the breakdown of their pay. And then the last piece of this is more data points is usually more helpful. So don't just ask one person target asking two or three people with similar roles or similar skill sets. They don't have to be at your current company. That's going to be the most helpful if you want to have an internal pay match. But having these conversations both inside and outside your company helps give you a sense of if you're underpaid relative to market rates, relative to your company's rates, and just can help you make more informed next steps around if you're going to be asking for that pay match at your current company, if you wanna look for other opportunities externally, 
so that you can more quickly close the pay gap for yourself. Because as research has shown for decades and decades, there is a huge pay disparity for folks from marginalized communities, marginalized identities, and legislation and company policies are not going to close this pay gap for us. We have to take action so that we can make sure that we're being paid fairly and others are as well. And actually, one more point that I want to make on this in terms of the folks that you're asking. Ideally, you can ask folks from all sorts of different identities. So if you are asking folks from other marginalized communities what they're making and they are you're underpaid relative to them, ideally, you can also ask someone who is the most likely to be paid at the top end of the range and to not experience a wage gap. And that will help you understand from a baseline or from an anchor point what the top end of that range is likely to be. So yes, talking with other folks that you feel comfortable with, that can be super helpful. But if they're of your same identity, you might also need to push yourself to ask folks who are typically not dealing with a pay gap, because again, that is going to be your target for closing your own pay gap or for the community so that you understand what you're aiming for. All right, this was a big topic this week. I want to encourage you to take the steps towards having those conversations, even if it's just you getting comfortable sharing that information with others, like that willingness to share, that is the most important first step because that unlocks all the subsequent steps of that conversation progression so that you can help close the pay gap one conversation at a time. All right. Thanks so much for listening this week. And this is such an important topic. I know that there is at least one other person in your life that needs to be having a pay or compensation discussion. And so if you can think of that one person that instantly came to mind that also needs to be asking these questions, grab a link to this episode and send it their way so that they can start taking the steps to closing their own personal pay gap. Thank you again so much for listening. I will see you back here next Thursday. Bye for now.